pots on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things and this is day three of the Black Jackson Estate. 12 days of Christmas. I am user 1.5. I'm joined today by user one, user one. Oh, 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 who would know? <laughs> oh, 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 who would know? There's some hoes in this No, that's not quite it. Oh, that's them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Them. Well, How day you doing? three. We are, I'm, follow We're traveling. I'm follow falling We're into the holiday season. Follow I'm in the spirit. Yeah. Christmas is on the way. Not only is Christmas on the way, this year is leaving us. Yeah. To God be the glory if we make it to the end you know, for the things did. he has done. Everybody did. Because everybody has not mm-hmm. made it. We've all experienced some loss this year. Yeah. Um, and dear Lord, look at us still here. We are celebrating a season of love. Mm-hmm. Season of giving. That's why we're here. Day three. Black Jackson State Podcast gives back. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us all year long. This is our thank you. And we hope it brings you some joy. We hope it brings you as much joy as it brings us to do. Uh, like I said at the <laughs> top of the podcast, this is day three of our 12 Days of Christmas, and it is entitled A Few of Our Favorite Things. This is part two, and it is our top 10 Jackson era hits. Yesterday, we went through one through five, user one. How did you feel about the songs? on our list from yesterday. Do you feel good about them? I feel good about them. If you haven't listened to yesterday's, it's kind of a precursor. Go listen to that one first. We you talked about enjoy yourself, show you the way to go. Nothing that compares to you. One of my personal favorites, who's uh, wondering who pushed me away. So many great tracks from the Jacksons. We're looking at that era from the seventies all the way up until the late eighties. They have so many great songs. I they, think they do. It's just reminded of how great of songs that they have. Uh, if you're enjoying this podcast and you're enjoying this version of events uh, in 2023, we have other versions of the 12 days from 2022. Day three, Michael Jackson's honorary coronation and citizenships in Africa. Wonderful time we had discussing that last year. And in 2021, we talked about the J5 Christmas album, the only Christmas album from this uh, group of Jehovah's Witnesses released on Motown Records. And they were little bitty babies. So if you're loving the 12 days of Christmas and you just need more, go back, revisit some of those old episodes and then come back tomorrow for the next new episode. There's so much to to catch up on if you have never heard this podcast. And if you have and you just want to go revisit some of those oldies but goodies, we invite you to go back and listen to those old episodes as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are listening to this and you want to support the Black Jackson Estate, you can do so in a number of ways. First, you can join our Patreon community because we are hype and lit over there. We have this wonderful community over on Patreon where we talk about all things Michael Jackson and Jackson's. You can visit www.patreon.com backslash the Black Jackson Estate to find us on Patreon. If Patreon's not your thing. You can donate to the Black Jackson Estate podcast via PayPal at www.paypal.me backslash Black Jack Estate, or you can cash app at dollar sign Black Jack Estate. You can also support us by following, liking, commenting on all of our social media platforms. You can follow the Black Jackson Estate podcast on Instagram at Black Jack Estate on Instagram.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Black Jack Estate. And you can follow the users separately 
if you so choose. I am user 1.5. My Twitter is at Reina Latoya. It means the queen. User 1 runs our official Twitter page. So if you want to at her at the Black Jackson Estate and user two, Ashley K Blue on Twitter, that's Ashley with an I, no cap. We are going to go ahead and jump into our episode for today with their move from Motown to CBS Records in 1976. The Jackson Five became the Jacksons. And from 1976 to 1989, they recorded, wrote, and produced some of the best music in pop history, in boy band history, in group history. And we are counting down our top 10 Jackson era tracks. So we are going to jump right into our number five track and it is from the triumph album produced on cbs records in 1980 time waits for no one it was written by jackie jackson and randy jackson and it was released as the fifth single from the triumph album from his autobiography moonwalk michael jackson says time waits for no one was written by jackie and randy with my voice and style in mind they knew they were trying to keep up with the off the wall songwriters and they did a very good job so user one let's jump into time waits for no one what do you think about this song and how you think it, it 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 does compared to, as Michael said, the off the wall song. Off the wall. Yeah. Lonely in my darkened room. Boy, I tell you this song. Sad and weary, persevering. Michael did that fake cry in this one. For love. For love. <laughs> if only I show her love. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't give y'all all that. He could have. He really didn't. She be with You know me. what? This one Deep and um, it's not on Off the Wall. It's no, thriller, I think this was supposed to challenge. She's out of my she's life. Out of my life. That's not Baby. Thriller. You know that's Off the Wall. Oh, that yeah. is out of my No, not, okay, She's out of my the life. It's Off the Wall. This is what it's trying to give you. I love it. So which one you like better? Uh-oh. Uh, uh. <clears throat> no, ma'am. We're not going to do that today. Oh, we're not doing that? Oh, no. Why you, you know, ask Kevin? You know what? Um, You know, She's Out of My Life was written by a man who had gone through a Quincy. divorce, right? No, Quincy didn't write. Didn't Quincy write it? No, ma'am. Who wrote? Who wrote? She's out of my <laughs> You life. really hit. I you thought he wrote that about one of them right wives that left him. No, I know. This was written by a man who was going. I can't remember who. What's his name right now? Y'all know who it is. Going through a divorce, he wrote this song, and so it has a very mature sound, sort of feel. Um, and you can feel little Randy, who probably ain't been Not through that. Randy. He ain't been through that sort of life that life experience yet. And even Jackie trying to channel some of those very adult and mature uh, sort of feels because remember this was given to Quincy and he was going to take it to Frank Sinatra to Tom record. Tom Baylor. Tom Baylor. Right. Quincy was going to let Frank Sinatra record and he was like, I think Michael should do this. So a very mature song with a mature sort of realization of when you effed up and when, hmm. you know, when you've made mistakes and, you know, you're, and you've paid for them and you can, you yeah. can be self-analyzing in that. It's the lyrics are much, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think she's out of my life. If we're talking about what is hitting on in those sort of the content, she's out of my life wins, but this is a beautiful song. Yeah. If they, if they had, she's out of my life in mind, which I think they did. I think Michael's right about that. If that's what they had in mind, they did an amazing job of trying to channel those sort of feelings and emotions. It's a beautiful song. Beautiful ballad, which, 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 let, let's be clear, outside of Off the Wall, we really don't get that with solo Michael, right? The ballads. But we get the ballads with the Jacksons. And oh, this yeah. is one of those really beautiful ballads. I love the way it builds up to this 
crescendo of the time waits for no one at the end. So it, it kind of slowly builds and then it like pops at the end uh, when everybody comes in and they're just saying time waits for no one uh, over and over again. It's a gorgeous song. Beautiful song. It. Shout out to Jackie and Randy being, I mean, I'm the songwriters being the A-list song. These guys could have had a whole career just songwriting. <laughs> I mean, they could have just been like, I ain't singing anymore. I'm just going to write but the hits. But is that where we went? Is it where we went? But they could have. Randy's still writing. Randy wrote Randy's still uh, writing. for Janet. He's, uh, he's made still, for love. He's still working with Janet. Made for now. Made Jackie's for now. Still, just still writing and contributing to and producing. So, yeah, just, I mean, just talented brothers. But yeah, Time wait for, Waits for No One. Beautiful song. Definitely one of the best on our list from the Jacksons for sure. We're going to jump from a timeless ballad to one of my favorite dance songs. The number four song on our list is from the Destiny album 1976 it is Blame It on the Boogie it was written by Mick Jackson David Jackson and Elmar Crone is that how we pronounce that young man's name? Elmar Elmar Crone Elmar Crone in the UK it hit number 8 in the US on the Billboard Hot 100 it hit number 54 and in the Billboard Hot R&B singles it hit number 3 Blame It on the Boogie fun fact was written by, of course, Mick Jackson um, and and David Jackson and Elmer, but it was originally written in hopes of being a Stevie Wonder song. Really? Well, we know these guys recorded their own version, right? Did they that they wanted to give it to Stevie? They wanted it to be a Stevie Wonder song. So, what do you think about that? It actually sounds. Yeah, I can see that. Very Steve error. I can see that. I can see that. I think it, I think it's a, a, a it's a great song. Um, it of course again we're talking about revitalizing and reinventing the Jacksons after Motown it's mm-hmm. a great song it sounds so different from the stuff you would have heard on Motown yeah it makes you want to get up and dance like it's, it's got an infectious sort of sound it's definitely a disco song definitely a disco uh, oh it's of its era it's a <laughs> 70s song for sure it is not to be mistaken it cannot fit in any era but the 70s Michael sounds great the brothers sound really good the lyrics are really interesting again Boogie like you said very disco we mm-hmm. just even that that don't blame slang, it on the sunshine yeah. don't blame it on the moonlight don't blame it on the good times blame it on the boogie now i i guess you can interpret boogie as whatever you'd like it's almost kind of ambiguous maybe in 1976 it wasn't ambiguous thinking about it as a child of the 80s who completely missed the disco era i feel like it's ambiguous but it's a fun song the music is great the beat is great as soon as it comes on you want to dance and my favorite part of the song is that i just can't i just can't i just can't control my feet like mm-hmm. it's just such a good song the video is nothing to be you know like my grandma used to say it's nothing to run home and tell mom about but it's so fun to see them in the video they look like they're having a good time like they look they like do. they're having fun they do that's why Blame It on the Boogie made our list of top 10 Jackson era songs. We are going to boogie on to song number three on our list, which is from the 1980 Triumph album, Everybody, written by Michael Jackson, Tito Jackson, Mike McKinney, who was the bass player for the guys. It's a good song. It's a great song. Oh, everybody. Everybody get, get down, down on the floor. Like, it's another I disco song. Yeah. 
it's, it's a good, good song. song. Really good song. Yeah, they had a lot of they had a lot of hits, man. They had they definitely had a lot of songs. And this is also a time we don't forget where Michael is trying to transition into his own space um, mm-hmm. as a solo artist, but he's still obligated to record with his brothers. And uh, you know, Michael said one time in an interview, "There's a lot of uh, sadness about my past," and I feel like this is the era. <laughs> he's sucking. I think he didn't want to do it anymore. I think so. He was just doing these things in the book that recently came out, 10 Seconds to Ear, uh, director Don Misher, Misher, I'm not sure I say his last name. I think it's in his book where he says, you know, imagine being, he's talking about Michael and says, imagine being the breadwinner of your family from the age of six onward. I think he was tired uh, at this point of being that person because now look at these songs we're talking about. Of course, Michael is taking the reins as the lead. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's pulling a lot of the, the work and at some point you're exhausted and I think that this is some of that transitioning time so it's interesting we still get these really good tracks out of him while he's also trying to pull away right. from his brothers I also think that's why the brothers we start to see more A they wanted to be creatively in control and Motown yeah. wouldn't let them but you really see a strong push towards their own creativity I think they were trying to show Michael like listen we can reinvent even our sound and be really successful um, I think they knew Michael was going to leave but I think maybe they they wanted him to have trying to keep him they wanted him to want to stay right and not to just stay because whatever um but i think he was done but he was still making these really good songs but you can even if you listen to triumph and you listen to (laughs) To what off the wall oh well oh my god the freedom in off the wall is bursting in every song it's whoop whoop every time you talk he's talking about whoop whoop he ain't ain't no whoops (laughs) you know what how about you want to (laughs) bet that working day and night was about this is about working with the brothers i mean and and when i should be funny i'm just saying like i think he he was just like again he was finally free i think he felt yeah wrongly he was finally free in this space uh creatively and to kind of you know forge his own path as a musician and i think that was a part of it but again he's still recording with his brothers he's under contract with cbs to to do these the the jacksons have to do records at this point in time they're not doing records without michael and they never really do um until we get to 2300 and even then he's 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 there on there he's there but he's not there right so yeah everybody beautiful 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 song i love the horns in the song oh yeah the music is what the music is is a plus michael's michael's voice you know the get down get down get down i mean all that i mean it's beautiful it's just a beautiful song the brothers sound wonderful in the back and they they always were but they sound so good back there they they do they do a great job background singing they do yeah i'm just saying great song that's their bag it makes a list um i love this song too because of the evolution of disco you can hear that it's still a very disco song but it sounds different from blame it on the boogie right which was a couple of years before when disco was really in its bag um and now you get to 1980 where you're starting to come out of the disco era and so the sound has has kind of shifted but it's still a very disco song i love this song and that's why it makes the list so we are going to move right along. We have two more songs left for you guys. Number two on our list of Jackson's, our favorite Jackson song, top 10, is the one and only 
Shake Your Body. No list would be complete, first of all, without this song of the Jacksons era songs. It was on their Destiny album, of course, produced by CBS Epic Records, 1978, written by Michael and Randy. Shake Your Body was a success on the charts. It charted number 59 in Australia, six in Belgium, uh, five in Canada, number seven in the US, number four in the UK. I mean, it goes on and on and on. It is a fun, fun song. And fun fact, it was the last song performed live by the Jacksons prior to Michael Jackson's death. That was at his 2001 Madison Square Garden 30th anniversary performance. You lucky bastards who were there. (laughs) (laughs) You lucky, 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 lucky you were there. And wonderful, wonderful. I mean, we need, we, uh, there was drama, of course, behind even the 30th anniversary. Uh, There's always However, if we could have gotten in the late 90s just a Jackson's reunion tour, remember when Janet wanted to go on tour with them, I think on Destiny, they were, I mean, on, yeah, Destiny? Mm -hmm. Was it Destiny? And they were like, nah. Was it Victory? No, it was was Victory. victory You're right. Yeah, it was the Victory tour. And they were like, nah. (laughs) And they should have let it go. (laughs) Because now look. Guess what? In the 90s, who could have used? They could have used their little sister. But if Michael would have just, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get into all of that. But yeah, last last song performed. Shake your body. Let's dance. Let's shout. You walk around this town with With your your head head all up up in the sky. sky. And you know, I want you. And you do know that I want you. Little Randy. Man, this little kid. <laughs> this little kid right here. You know my favorite part? Randy playing the bongos at the beginning of this song. Randy playing the bongos. And when as we... Live. When he's live. And as we, live. Yeah, and as we said it. on the last episode on day two, okay? Yeah. <laughs> this is the album where we swapped out brothers because one brother decided to stay and Motown, that was Jermaine, and we needed... we, we uh, people was enough of them that People are that. used to seeing five. You're right. And that's still the formation. So we have to have five. And so... Here comes little Randy. What? Jermaine? I know Jermaine said, I know y'all didn't bring Randy in. Randy Randy was not a substitute. Let me be clear. Randy is so talented. Yeah. It was like... (laughs) Yeah. It was like... You almost forgot that there was Jermaine previously. It was like, Jermaine, you sure you want to do this? Because your little brother over here... Now, the last time you thought it was cute, your other little brother took your spot. Now, your other little brother... Randy is just so talented. This song reminds us of that he was a baby talking about let's dance Mm -hmm. let's shout shake shake your body body down down to the ground ground. let's dance so i mean randy is super talented he plays instruments he's able he's he's a great singer um he's a great writer Mm -hmm. and we see that coming out on shake your body can we talk about michael and his falsetto and shake your body Oh, it's beautiful oh my god i love first of all the lyrics are great you know uh i don't know what's gonna happen to you baby but i do know that I love you. Right? Like it it just the the lyrical content is great. The gait of the song is perfect. And then you get Michael with his falsetto coming in and you're just like, "Oh my god. Perfect. This is a beautiful song, a great song, a fun song. If you play it anywhere in the world, Oh yeah. Even now when they do this song, when the Jacksons do this song, boom, 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 they kill it. Boom, 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 they kill boom, it. Boom, 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 boom. Shake like, Your Body is a wonderful song. Michael's ad libs in the song are crazy. I mean, it's a great song. You know, when they strike the poses. Mm-hmm. Shake your body. When they do it live. Of course. Like so a wonderful song. It, it no list of what the Jacksons have done 
that is the best of the best could be complete without having to shake your body. Absolutely. And the, this, their performance of this, and then the next song we're going to talk about on the Jackson's live album is crazy. I can picture in my mind's eye being there live when they're doing it and they just are jamming out. It's almost like a jam session. Like they just ad libbing, jamming, singing such a good time. Anyway, that's why it makes the list. It is number two on the list and the number one song drum roll. The number one song on our top 10 Jackson era songs is Can You Feel It from the Triumph album from 1980. It was written by Michael Jackson and Jackie Jackson and on the charts, it charted number 10 in Australia, number three in the Netherlands, number one in South Africa, number one in the US, number six in the UK. It was a phenomenon and it was the song that they opened their their victory tour with and also i think taj was in the video so he he shouted that out when he was on last earlier this year uh the lead vocals are by michael and randy and there is a remix by kurt franklin featuring tamla man it is so much fun to listen to if you haven't heard it you should go listen to it in 2001 it was voted one of the best 100 best videos of all time in a poll to mark the 20th anniversary of MTV. And like I said, it features Michael's nephews, Tito's sons, Taj and Terrell Jackson. User one, let's talk about Can You Feel It? This song is definitely the best song the Jacksons ever did. It is hands down the best song that the Jacksons ever did. Michael's vocals, Randy's vocals again, just merge perfectly on this. I mean, the song is just infectious and um there's a clip of the jacksons talking about this song and how much fun they had performing and recording this song we'll we'll make sure we, we put it in the show notes this is their one we are this is their we are the world. this is their you know this is their i mean so, so i think what this list shows us is one thing it's a couple things why why this list is important when they left motown they was in a slump baby it was <laughs> it was a yeah. sale to get them on better cbs right yet yeah. had to sell michael to sell them right and you're like well they were like oh they're a has-been they're an old bubblegum motown kids group they're they're done Right. That's where they were at. And look at all we got. We had to siphon it down to 10. There's so many more wonderful songs. But this song proves like, look what was in these guys to do that Motown was just not letting them do. And they uh, if they were to listen to the hype that was being said about them, if they were to listen to the naysayers and the critics, we would have never got all this. They listen to Barry Gordy. We wouldn't have got this because I'm sure Barry Gordy said, I can't like, you know, if you've seen the musical, you know, there's a part where Barry Gordy says allegedly, you know, if you leave, I can't protect you. We we made you. I, I I did this for you. If you leave, essentially, if you leave, you're done. Mm-hmm. And they took a chance and they bet on themselves. And no matter how much you may hate Joe and no matter how much even Joe Jackson's um, motives may have been mixed and some of it may have been jealousy of Barry Gordy and everything. He believed in his kids and he knew that they could do more. They're and talented. he got them out of Motown. Yeah. And look Honestly, what they yes. were able to do. Yeah. Again, it's the power of belief in yourself because if they hit, did not believe in themselves, when we wouldn't have got any of this. Believe. When you believe, you know? Shout out to the You gotta to do what horn. you gotta do. But yeah, this is a great song. Um, Can You Feel It is amazing. I love how it how the success of the Jackson, the Jackson era success is in so many ways 
also because of a little Randy Jackson who brought something yeah. so different to this group. He mixed it up. He mixed it up. Yeah. He brought some vocals. He brought some songs. He brought his writing ability. And wow. How amazing yeah. that today you still listen. You hear the the Jackson Five songs, of course, right? That 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 they're those great. you know yeah. they're. But these songs are just as powerful and enduring. Yeah, can you feel it? Is at the top of the heat. Yeah, it really is. I mean the 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 way that the song builds, the grandiosity that you feel as soon as this song comes on. You've got the horns. You've got this really big build up to the bump 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 bump. Bump, bump, bump. And even that goes hard, right? And then the lyrics are, I, this for me is the Jacksons, We Are the World, right? It's talking about how, you know, all the colors of the world should be loving each other wholeheartedly. The blood inside of you is inside of me. We are all human and we should all be, you know, living in harmony and in love. And I mean, it's it's just a really powerful song lyrically. And it's so, this, this is one of the first songs I think from the Jacksons that, has that kind of humanitarian feel. Michael, alone in his solo career, uh, continued with that theme, right? With Heal the World and Earth Song and things like that. But this is the first. And I love this song. And I lo- let me tell you something. The way these brothers believed in themselves at the top of the victory tour, the, the attitude they had coming out on that stage with them glasses on to Can You Feel It? looking good with the way randy man. had them yeah. striped pants mm-hmm. on and that booty popping mm-hmm. yep listen yep listen mm-hmm. yeah this was it they they, they did it this was it this if was anything it. says superstar oh this was it this was the song and they were beautiful all of them they <laughs> every they glistened from, they glistened from jackie to tito to marlon they looked wonderful to they michael glistened. to randy everybody beautiful do you think this is the song that like jermaine was like dang I probably should have gone with them. Remember in the movie uh, when he was walking. <laughs> Don't on talk the about beach? that beach. <laughs> Can you feel oh it? Can you feel it? Oh God! Can you feel it? Oh my God! That beach. <laughs> that damn beach scene. Listen, guys, this was our top 10 list. There are so many Jackson Era songs that we did not put on the list. I advocated heavily for Lovely One, and User One kept telling me no. She turned me down. But there are so many Jackson Era songs that could have made this list. This is just our list. What are your favorite Jackson Era songs? Make sure you drop them in the comments. Make sure you like this post, share this post. We are out of time for today, but thank you so much for joining the Black Jackson Estate for day three of our 12 days of Christmas. User one, is there anything you want to say until tomorrow? See you guys tomorrow. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Fa la la.